Gender biases are often subconscious due to the societal constructs of how women have been treated and portrayed in history. 73% of women report experiencing day-to-day inequities, discrimination, and bias. Every hmm. single day, they 73% of women experience something in that realm. I believe it. Yeah. I know. I'm like, Sadly. I'm surprised, but yeah. it's not surprising. Welcome to The Scaries, brought to you by RacerCo. I'm Sky, And I'm Talitha. We are proudly broadcasting from Treaty 4 territory, and in each episode, we tackle the alarming, inconceivable, questionable, shocking, and scary statistics relating to, impacting, and intervening with the lives of women and girls worldwide. You'll hear the scary truth, take away tools and tips, and learn about what you can do about it. And really, The Scaries is an opportunity to raise awareness, share resources, and use our voices as women and supporters of women to make some real change. Um, We'd also like to note that the views expressed in this podcast are solely our own opinions, and this is for entertainment purposes only. And uh, we may be sharing some content that could be triggering to you, so just please listen with caution. As straight, cisgender, white, able-bodied settler women, we are very aware of the privilege that we have, and we want to use this platform to spread awareness about the scary reality that women from around the world face in different life situations. Why? Because sometimes nothing is scarier than being a woman. Welcome to the final part of our Barbie series. This series is about having fun, hence the disco ball if you're watching and we're wearing pink and it's supposed to be a good time. (laughs) Um, And we're chatting about one of our favorite gals while we still drop a little bit of the scaries. We were initially going to break this Barbie series into four parts, but uh, as our schedule fills up with other episodes and like people we're meeting to talk to and bring content to you, we figured we'd wrap up Barbie in one shot and then continue with other scaries. We will continue to sprinkle in episodes like this, looking at the impacts of pop culture and society and future episodes and can't wait to cover more of those fun ones amidst the dark and scary realities. So if you want us to cover something, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard uh, from a little birdie that we might be doing Spice Girls at one point. So oh, stay sure. tuned. <laughs> uh, in our last episode of this series, and if you haven't listened to part one or part two, please go and listen to those first. First, we covered the fallout against Barbie, particularly looking at the impacts of the third and fourth wave of feminism, where critiques uh, and criticism of Barbie increased, specifically looking at Barbie's lack of diversity, lack of inclusion, misogynistic undertones in marketing and branding, and of course, her unrealistic body image. Mm -hmm. Today, we look at the reclamation, aka the full-on love fest that seems to be happening for Barbie. Uh, Yeah, it's so nice to see. Honestly, I wasn't really a pink girl before, but now I'm like, oh, I own so much pink now. I love I've always been pink, but still. (laughs) You've always been a pink girl, Mm -hmm. but I mean, like, it's obviously so much more than pink. Um, But yeah, it's just so nice to see all of it. So obviously, this love fest comes with the huge 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 influence of the barbie movie released in the summer of 2023 and so we're going to go over some of that some of the critiques of the movie because people always have opinions Mm -hmm. i mean just like we do but they always have opinions Mm -hmm. and we're also going to look at uh, how relevant feminist issues are addressed within the movie context and then what that means for the doll and women moving forward going into the rest of our lives and how Barbie can still be a part of it. So with that, let's get into it, Miss Skylar. Let's get into it. So 
As governments continue to wage war on women's rights, Barbie has really become a symbol of not just women's empowerment, but also the crucial need to reclaim power that was stripped away from us um, or continues to be. Um, and the 2023 Barbie movie is more than just a fun watch. It truly is. Like, mm-hmm. when, I feel like when it came out, I had to look at it like, what is this about? Is this just like a kid movie or is this like yeah. a serious? And it really is a lot more serious than I think. Absolutely. the cover of the like the poster mm-hmm. uh, entails so it's really been sparking important conversations about how we see gender inequity especially with the younger generation who probably was drawn to it as well yeah uh, which is great and how these things impact a lot more than society thinks yeah absolutely so the latest report from the world economic forum shows that progress toward gender equality has been slow improving only 4.1 percent since 2006 so very slow very slow snail's pace glacier pace (laughs) at this rate it will take 131 years to close the gender gap globally 131 so not in our lifetime apparently but maybe who knows hopefully i mean hopefully but yeah yeah, not at this pace Mm, i don't know one year sooner than expected so yeah one year sooner we're making some (laughs) progress but by one year um so if we really want to reach equality by 2000 154. <laughs> Don't even know how to say that. <laughs> but you're 2154. Wow. Progress yeah. really needs, we got to speed things up. So yeah. efforts like the Barbie movie really do help that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to portray internalized misogyny visually, mm-hmm. but they did it super well and a really creative and like um, out of the box way. Even I think. like poking fun of it, like the one scene where they're like, Ken is in the real world and he's like you're not doing patriarchy very well and the guy's like we're actually we're actually doing it really well yeah, we're just yeah. hiding it better yeah exactly <laughs> like, it's funny it's so interesting like every single piece of it was so thoughtful and deep. Yeah. like all the details like you just yeah. I have to watch it again just to remind myself of like how yeah. all the representation in so many ways totally and the movie's really message was about the many sides of being a woman and how it fits uh with today's push for progress mm-hmm. and barbie used to be just a toy in the past i would say but now she really does i feel like af- as a result of this movie represent endless possibilities yeah and when i think about as a child playing with barbie and that's so true even as a child like mm-hmm. what did she represent it's like imagination be anything do anything play anything mm-hmm. um you can and, have it you all know, yeah. Endless, yeah endless possibilities and because of her you know all of her careers and everything it really did represent that especially for like that millennial era of when that was yeah. heavy into barbie is our era um yeah like we can do anything and be anything yeah. and i feel like that really did sink in so um today honestly every small step counts towards <laughs> the journey towards equity and uh this is one step closer so thank you barbie yes. and greta thank you thank yeah. you greta you really did it for us mm-hmm. so looking at as we always kind of do the definition and the history and what's going on. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, and I'm not sure how you could be listening to this or even existing if mm-hmm. you aren't aware, but obviously in 2023, Barbie made it to the big screen in a film directed by three-time Academy Award nominee, Greta Gerwig, and starring Margot Robbie in the title role as Barbie and then Ryan Gosling as Kent. A Barbie movie has actually been in the works since at least 2009, Hmm. but versions with stars like Anne Hathaway and Amy Schumer stalled in part because Mattel was nervous about attaching a face and a personality to the doll. (laughs) Sounds like uh, back in our first episode when we Uh, talked about the creation of Barbie and how she was so nervous to... Yeah, put like put a personality and like too many. Yeah, what was it? 
she couldn't she didn't they didn't want them to like have a personality or like be able to like they wanted endless possibilities so like why she wasn't married why she didn't like have kids yeah all that kind of thing they didn't want her to be too like limited yeah 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 Mm, interesting so uh yeah they didn't they were nervous about her having a personality which (laughs) i mean i'm afraid for all women to have personality but uh in fact barbie actually has no inner life purpose uh children are supposed to project their hopes and dreams onto her blank canvas as we talked about so like Mm -hmm. i mean it's a little bit dark considering they're like she's not supposed to have any purpose because you're supposed to put your purpose on her so but regardless of allegedly being a bit empty inside barbie is one of the most legendary characters and prosperous brands of all time boasting billions of dollars in revenue today barbie is 64 years old mm. she looks fantastic she does. um and this is the first time she starred in a live action movie on the big screen so congratulations to her mm-hmm. age is obviously just a number after all so uh we we congratulate her on still crushing those goals and dreams uh the prevailing global circumstances set the stage for the success of the barbie movie and given the current climate its performance comes as no shock why it's so popular and did so well and all of these things because Mm -hmm. we needed this we needed this in our world we needed to have these conversations so here's a very high level recap and this is a spoiler alert if you haven't watched the movie multiple times like we have Mm -hmm. so in a society led by women aggressive and dominating men infect the world ushering in regressive gender norms Women are marginalized, but they refuse to acquiesce to their diminished status. Instead, they resist enlightening men about the benefits of a society where women hold sway. As the story concludes, women reclaim their authority, restoring balance and power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that obviously was a little bit more of a poetic uh, telling of the story, <laughs> but ultimately Barbie, the Barbie movie looks at and criticizes gender roles and gender biases. But what is gender bias? Uh, you'll need to know this. So simply put, gender bias is the tendency to give one gender preferential treatment over another. Mm-hmm. It occurs when someone unconsciously attributes certain attitudes and stereotypes to a group of people. So think like women are aggressive and they're bad and they're bossy. But when men are aggressive, it's like their leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Gender biases are often subconscious due to the societal constructs of how women have been treated and portrayed in history. So like it's just ingrained in your brain mm-hmm. and how you think about things. And actually, uh, according to a recent study, 73% of women report experiencing day-to-day inequities, discrimination, and bias. Every hmm. single day, they 73% of women experience something in that realm. I believe it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, Sadly. I'm surprised, but yeah. it's not surprising. The movie became popular by connecting with a wide range of people. It looked at various aspects of our society in a fun and easy way to understand while giving a new look to the classic Barbie style. This film gave us a very different way to think about feminism and how roles for men and women have changed since Barbie first came out. Which again, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to part one and part two. However, while we are absolutely Barbie movie stands, uh, it's our duty to share the various other beliefs, views, and opinions that we've come across and offer our unsolicited opinions on whether we agree or disagree. So you're welcome in advance. Yeah. So let's get into some of the critiques. I think we're going to share four or five of like yeah. the main ones that are out there. So the first one is really around how woke uh, the movie is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... It's kind of maddening because it's like, really? We're getting mad about that? Like, why? 
yeah. that we're awake and that we're a- yeah. aware of what's happening in the world and we're making a change. I don't know why that's exactly. a bad thing. But anyway, that's one of the biggest sticking points uh, people seem to have when it comes to the film. And according to some, Barbie was described as anti-male or propagandist for this movie. Its themes are said to deconstruct the largely male-led society we currently exist in. So at the center of the Warner Bros. blockbuster movie was a fictional Barbie land. So if you're not aware, Barbie land is where it takes place. A place where women, Barbies, hold all positions of power. And the men, the Kens, are simply objects with no value other than assigned to them by Barbies. Hmm, Sound familiar? (laughs) If you reverse it and think about real life back even a bit ago, but even still today, this Barbie land parable was a clear satirization of the real world. Like Mm -hmm. I said, however, some believe it to to be sexist, denying the power gap that exists between genders across the globe. Greta Gerwig is known for her self-aware and personal commentaries mm-hmm. on what it means to be a woman and feminism as a, as a whole. This is very clearly seen in other movies that she's known for, yeah. including Lady Bird and Little Women. Uh, but Barbie is definitely her most pointed film to date, something that was seemingly caused, that has seemingly caused a backlash amongst those against the idea that the world has any sort of gender gap problems, which, <laughs> and there are a lot of those people. Yeah. Um, so the diversity of its cast is another piece that people are like, this is too woke, too much for us. Naysayers seem to have a problem with the fact that the Barbies and Kens in the movie are not just a typical blonde haired, blue eyed Barbies they? and Kens, yeah. uh, white skin characters They uh, that you come to mind when you think about Barbies in general. Um, the stereotypical the resi- Barbie. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I mean, the stereotypical Barbie is that, but the rest yeah. of the Barbies in the, in the movie are not. Many of them are yeah. not, not all. Uh, the residents of... Barbie land. Many of them have diverse skin tones, ethnicities, backgrounds, really reflecting Mm -hmm. the various Barbies out there. There's wheelchair Barbie. There's all kinds of different Barbies Mm -hmm. and Barbies that still don't even exist yet. Like trans Barbie. Yeah. Um, So hmm, I wonder if we'll see that coming soon. Yeah. But as we learn in parts one and two of the series, um, the, and as decades pass, Barbies gradually, became available in a wide range of races and body types like we talked about and Mattel now prides itself on the most diverse doll line with 35 skin tones 97 hairstyles and nine body types represented in their current collection like awesome. they have more hairstyles <laughs> yeah. than skin tones. 97 yeah. I don't even know how many it's how how specific. how are there 97 I mean hair colors textures I don't know yeah probably yeah but this change is reflected in the diverse Barbie land fantasy of Greta Gerwig's film and is more in line with how society looks yeah. now versus when Barbie dolls were first released. So that's great. Um, but let's be clear. Most of these wokeness comments or critiques have come from folks known for their sexist and closed minded views. So yeah. take it with the most amount of grain of salt you can find. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It, yeah. I think we share that one because it's like, yeah, we we'll share it and we don't necessarily agree i mean yeah the fact that you're mad that it's a representation of what the world looks like is uh, weird <laughs> well i think it's one of the first films that i know of that really was like clearly stating this is the patriarchy and this is what it looks like yeah and nobody li- and people don't like that yeah, people don't like to admit that that's reality so they they're mad about it yeah there are actually some other valid critiques um, in the movie. So here's one that I found particularly interesting. So I've seen discussions about how the film might not treat the Kens fairly, portraying them as victims, but also as foolish in the end, leading to accusations of man-hating. Mm-hmm. However, the movie is not solely about female empowerment or proving women are better than men. Instead, it offers a different perspective on women's issues by reflecting society rather than promoting a specific agenda. So keyword, mm. reflecting. Yeah. 
Ironically, the movie portrays Barbies treating Kens at the beginning similarly to how men often treat women in the real world. Mm-hmm. Barbies hold all the power in Barbie Land, as Sky had stated before, uh, occupying roles like doctors and pilots and presidents and all of that. Supreme Court, uh, while Kens are relegated to superficial roles like beach. I love that. Just, Just beach. beach. Yeah. <laughs> I do beach. Yeah. I beach. That's <laughs> so funny. Kins are merely accessories to Barbie, echoing how women have been viewed as less important than men historically. Mm-hmm. The movie explores toxic masculinity through Ken's return from the real world with skewed views on patriarchy, highlighting how the pressure for men to dominate harms everyone. The story's focus on Ken reveals how patriarchy impacts men, leaving them feeling purposeless and perpetuating harmful gender norms. This portrayal underscores the broader impact of patriarchy, including its contributions to men's mental health issues, Mm -hmm. including increased risk for suicide and cycles of violence often exasperated by reluctance to seek help. So the patriarchal systems really actually hurt everyone. Right. And it's this belief that like you man up and like no tears and like no, yeah. f- like all of those kinds those of beliefs. gender norms, those yeah. societal contra- constructs that hurt men and women in the end. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. And yeah. everyone. Yeah. So another one for you um, that we found was that um, largely around what does Barbie say about pop culture's dominant narratives and society at large? So, Movies, as we know, are never apolitical. There's always mm-hmm. some type of agenda. And they will, without fail, have those explicit or implicit bel- biases and values For sure. shown. Mainstream movies in general serve as a reflection of dominant narratives in Western society, like this one. They almost always mirror the status quo and positives and negatives associated with yep. it. And if they don't, they will likely challenge it in a way that's <laughs> neither meaningful nor radical. So, the Barbie movie critiques patriarchy and discusses gender equality, but its feminist message may seem shallow, lacking modern standards. Mm-hmm. This is this is the, the critique. critique. Yeah. Despite Barbie's portrayal as owning a home and pursuing various careers, expectations for feminist representation have evolved over 60 years. Yeah. And while the movie showcases diversity in race, gender, and ability, it lacks depth Really, particularly in addressing anti-racism, there's not a lot about that in the Mm -hmm. movie. Different body types, there's like maybe one plus size Barbie, the rest are all very Barbie-esque body shape. Um, You know, there's not a lot of different abilities shown aside aside for the the Barbie in the wheelchair. Um, There's not a lot of 2S LGBTQIA plus representation. I would say like Um, none. Like, I mean, I mean, aside from the trans Barbie, but she doesn't say that. No, we don't know. I mean, you don't know until you look it up or you think maybe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of nod to that. It was very one side or very focused on specifically talking about feminism and um and white feminism yeah i was gonna say i think it's it's very like this like liberal white feminism that i mean and like if this movie came out 60 years ago a woman owning a house and like having her own car and like oh, being this her would have changed. This you would know, have people would have would have, we probably wouldn't have even seen it. Probably it, would have no, been allowed have, on the it screen. Never been would have been made. But if mm-hmm. they did make it sixty years ago, like that would have been absolutely you know yes. transformative. Yeah. But things have changed, as you said, in yeah. sixty years. So like let's let's keep pushing the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. We could have gone a little bit deeper in some yeah. of those areas. Um, feminism, as we know, in its evolution aims to dismantle societal structures, oppressing women, especially for those of color, mm-hmm. trans women and those with disabilities. So, and they're obviously, as we know, still behind, uh, well behind in terms of equality in, in comparison to white women. Yeah. So 
could have gone a little bit farther. However, challenges persist with white feminism, as we know, trans exclusive radical feminism, liberal feminism. There's so many types of types of feminism. <laughs> And this is where often feminism gets a bad rap, too, is because there's extremes, right? right. There's middle, there's all different types. Yeah. Um, and Barbie really kind of went into one niche of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but despite her attempts at self-awareness in a film critiquing Barbie's portrayal as a feminist icon, it does fall a little bit short, like we said. Gloria's daughter in the movie... Sasha highlights Barbie's flaws, linking them to societal issues, but these criticisms remain undeveloped. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of just brushed aside. She mentioned it kind of at the beginning when she shows up and tells Barbie that she's Barbie and she's like, oh, we don't like you. Um, But that was kind of it. It never was touched on again. And especially the body image and how how Barbie makes people feel like it was Mm -hmm. kind of just glossed over. So ultimately, the film's intentions are comprised by its ties to corporate interests, reflecting the very issues it critiques. Yeah, like I mean, how much money you think Mattel made? Oh God, <laughs> this movie, <laughs> and how many more sequels we're gonna see? Like, let's be honest, yeah, guaranteed. Like, there's gonna be like a Skipper movie. There's gonna be a Chelsea movie. There's gonna be all yeah. the sisters and brothers. We're seeing Polly Pocket coming out. We're yeah. seeing um, what's coming? Hot Wheels, like oh, yeah, all the yeah, '90s yeah, yeah. toys are. You'll be seeing those on the screens any day now. So yeah, it's definitely like capitalism is still capitalizing yeah. and still popping off. And I mean, you. There's like a this theory, this like Marxist feminism, I think it's called, where it looks at like the impact and how negative, I guess, capitalism is on women particularly and like how that like thought process is i mean that's another a scholar said there's like 15 dif- million different kinds of feminism we should go through that in an episode that yeah. would be interesting there there's so many thought like schools of thought as there are you. with yes. anything like religion totally. or yeah, politics yeah. like there's not just one or the other black or white there's so many gray areas in between yeah. right so and exactly and not not one is correct over no. another either no. so uh, okay so a final critique that we came across at the is the failure to address the most widespread complaint about barbie and that is barbie's historical role in perpetuating negative body image across all genders mm-hmm so despite extensive criticism from prominent feminists like Jean Kilborn and Gloria Steinem, the, and academic research showing Barbie's detrimental effects on self-esteem and body image, which we covered in part two, the movie primarily focuses on toxic masculinity. So while it attempts to portray internalized misogyny, the narrative lacks depth in addressing Barbie's impact on body image. There is only one scene, again, where Skylar had sort of mentioned this just earlier, where her negative impact on body image is mentioned, and that's when Barbie first meets Sasha and Sasha like pops off on her and is like, here's all of the negative things that you've done. Um, But then, yeah, then it's like, it just kind of falls short and doesn't actually get addressed in any other way. Even like, sorry, I just have to say like, even when she starts getting like her feet are flat and cellulite and all that stuff, it's so it was an opportunity for her to be like, Oh, that. And like, you know, that's okay. Like, yeah. After she goes to the world and comes back, like, let's not worry about those things. There's yeah. more important fish to fry in the world totally. than that. Yeah. But it just kind of, no, she goes back to getting back her non-cellulite body and her high heeled feet. Yeah. I thought that was kind of such a missed opportunity yeah. because like there could have been this, as you said, this way of them addressing it and being like, Oh, this is just what women's bodies actually look right. like. And so like, that's and she fine. could have seen that in the real world and yeah. this is going to be okay. But, but instead she has like an actual mental breakdown yeah. and like, because and then and, like, her, her friends are like, Oh my God, like everyone, you know? So I think that yeah. that also can get into your mind a little bit, obviously yeah. as adults. And like, I'm aware that they were poking fun of that, of how, again, this like misogynistic right. look yeah. at how that's the worst possible thing that can happen to women. But at the same time, like know your audience too, because definitely small, 
people, little mm-hmm. people, will, would have been looking at this and watching it and taking it in and being like, oh, okay, cellulite is actually bad. Yeah. So following that, in a new 2023 study, nearly 1,000 women opened up about the impact of Barbie dolls on their body image and how specifically they compare themselves. A whopping 82% believe Barbie portrays unrealistic body expectations to girls and women and anyone who looks at Barbie as a role model. Uh, The top body parts women compare are waist, legs, hair, chest, and face. Additionally, while three in five women believe that the latest Barbies are better at reflecting all body types than previous dolls, 69% still think Barbies can lead to body image issues. The impression seems to actually vary between generations, specifically in the younger crowd. So amongst Gen Z women... 53% 53% think Barbie represents the ideal body type and 39 consider the doll to be oh. a role model. Interesting. I feel like we see this in things like the legging legs, the leggings legs trend. Have you seen this? No. It's like the thigh gap thing of, oh. you know, like everyone wanted to have a thigh gap yeah, yeah. however many years ago. Um, now there's this thing and it's actually a thing like being banned. You can't look it up or you can't like tag it. But leggings legs was this thing where like this on TikTok, it was huge where only women only people who have leggings legs, meaning that your legs do not touch in the middle, can wear leggings because otherwise it's gross. You need to have like... Oh, so wow. Stick, yeah. It's Whoa. really bad. Yeah. And this is a new thing? Like, yeah. come on. How long have we been wearing leggings for? And all of a sudden, there's like a big hate on people, anyone from wearing leggings? Yeah. And I was like... I wonder leggings, where that came from. Leggings legs are legs that are currently wearing leggings. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not, Let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway, so... uh yeah, Ugh. it's like, I feel like it's, we are going backwards a little bit, mm-hmm. even with this like 90s aesthetic of that, like, like the, uh, what's her name? Kate Moss, where she was like so thin yeah. and like lots of smoking. Someone told me lately, like recently, cigarettes are back. And I was like, pardon, what does that mean? Cigarettes I believe are back. it. I believe and it. It's, like, I've cool. seen yeah. more young people than I've ever seen before smoking. Like, yeah. I'm like, when is this a cool thing? But so it is this, a 90s thing. It's very 90s. Grunge yeah, 90s. Yeah, it's like this yeah. grunge 90s where like, the, I can't remember what they call it, the like cocaine aesthetic where everyone was like stick thin yeah. and like, yeah. Anyways, that's Ugh. coming back. And I'm, I don't fit I'm ready in. for the 90s to be done. <laughs> yeah, I know. Besides like, the like... they're done that. Yeah, the throwback of all of this fun stuff. I'm like, let's, let's not do it. We learned from our mistakes. Anywho, so now we're in 2024 and the movie's done and we've gone through some of the criticisms. So what's happening now? So at the end of the day, uh, this movie was like two hours, but it had a huge impact. And while sure, perhaps some of the things uh, like we mentioned in the criticisms are missing from being outlined in the movie, you can't argue that the movie really did in general, have a positive impact and creating conversations, which is exactly what we're trying to do with our podcast mm-hmm. as well. And the sheer amount of articles and research that exist on this topic proves exactly that. Like we yeah. were wading through so many so things many. To, find, to build this episode. So what now? The movie's done. So despite being a doll, Barbie has transcended her fictional status in 2023. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Greta Gerwig, she evolved from a mere symbol of female empowerment into a powerful emblem of the urgent need to reclaim lost power. So across generations, Barbie has inspired young people and older generations alike. She's mm-hmm. been inspiring us for years, but her significance really became the most pronounced in 2023 when women really needed her influence. the mo- I, I don't know about the most, but in a big way, really in 2023. Yeah. Like we had some 
big setbacks. And yeah, she listen, delivered. Listen to the rap episode <laughs> yeah, and you'll exactly. know. Yeah. You will see what we mean. And But she delivered in a huge way. Yeah. Um, with 64 years since her creation, this 11.5 inch Barbie now stands at the pinnacle of her impact, which is very true. It's true. Yeah. So in the midst of celebrating the praise and empowerment brought on by the movie, it's crucial to recognize that the full impact of such media can also can only be recognized and realized when accompanied, accompanied by corresponding shifts in societal attitudes. So while media has the power to speak and spark discussions, real change requires action beyond what is depicted on the screen. Mm-hmm. Achieving true gender equity demands a fundamental change in mindset and unwavering dedication from all parties involved, all people, Everyone. not just women. Yeah. For Barbie to uphold feminist values in contemporary society, she must transcend career success and embrace advocacy for issues like abortion rights and diverse body types and mm-hmm. cultural representation. There's a lot more to go. So maybe we will see this moving forward in future movies. I think they they probably learned a lot from the conversations yeah. and the critiques. So we'll see. I'm very excited. I think there's definitely going to have to be a sequel by how successful the first one was. Like, oh, there's yeah. no way they can't do a sequel. They've got to. I also just think like even what you talked we talked about just earlier was that like I would love to see a trans Barbie. I would love to see like, yeah. you know, just like an amputee Barbie. I would love to see all of these things. Mm-hmm. Is there an amputee Barbie now that I say that? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. That would just that would be, you know, great things to see because mm-hmm. obviously then when you see yourself and you know, like you feel like you're not so excluded and left yep. out yep. and othered. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, um, talking about moving forward, it's funny, we're talking and everyone knows about the Oscars and who's nominated <laughs> yeah. and who wasn't. And again, very interesting reflecting of what Barbie's point is. And people aren't seeing that in that Ken was nominated <sighs> for an Oscar, yet Barbie, like uh, Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were not, even though America Ferreira was, which yeah. was huge, because in my opinion, she was the star of the she show. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, so very well deserved on her and for her. But what gets me is that Ken was, yes. was and I mean, he didn't do bad, but it, and by no way, shape or form was it a life-changing no, portrayal of Ken. It was funny. It was yeah. fine, but it was like, is that Oscar worthy? I don't know. Yeah. I, it just was surprising to me. I just feel like it's like, I think everyone's like, don't, don't you see the irony in this? Yes. And is that, are they trying to prove a point? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's where it gets, I'm like, what is the underlying message that they're sending? Cause I think yeah. they are, they ha- would have had to think about that. Like yeah. everything kind of, you got to wonder what they're saying. Even though like, I'm, I'm Ken. Is that the song? Yeah. One, I think it was like a golden globe or a Grammy or something. And like, I mean, I feel like Ryan Gosling's, have you seen the like meme that's going around of it? His mm-hmm. face when he, when they, when oh. they announced it and he's like, yeah, he's like, what why? The heck? Like he didn't even, I mean, yeah, he, I think he thought it was like, obviously good. He's I don't like, think he's shitting But on also it, but, like, w- that doesn't yeah. really make sense. Like he was like that. Really? Like he realizes it. Yeah. yeah. Like he's done, he's a great actor and he's done oh, totally. so many other great yeah. movies that I think he did. Had a, just a role that was a little bit more, I don't know. Robust. Yeah. 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 A little bit more depth to it. Yeah. But anywho, at the end of the day, real change demands the active involvement of men, right? And, mm-hmm. and we see in Ryan Gosling and his support of women and being in this film was a huge step towards showcasing what we need support from men and how we all need to work together. Mm-hmm. And they, and men shouldn't just stand by women. They need to lead these discussions. They need to reassess their beliefs. They mm-hmm. need to understand the implicit gender biases and push for change for themselves and for other men. The need for change is clear as technology advances faster than progress towards gender equity. So it's not about the ability, but about the willingness to change and mm-hmm. challenge current affairs. 
So women also must take control of our own stories. We need to actively decide what we want to stand for and accomplish. Recognizing that traditional models might not fit prompts a powerful drive to redefine mm-hmm. success based on individual terms. Gloria's monologue captures the contradictions women encounter, encouraging us to really forge our own paths while questioning societal norms. So, yeah. I know we've talked about, I feel like every episode we're like, insert Barbie monologue here, but it's yeah. just so good. So hit home, so good. There's yeah. not there's not one woman I know that enjoyed the movie that that didn't hit home for yeah. her. Yeah, I agree. At any age, like that is the truth. Yeah, they're like, yep, damn, she said it. She said the thing. Mm-hmm. So in our society, many things, including Barbie, face criticism regularly. I think especially when it comes to women's things we get a lot of we've got a lot of critique on those oh yeah given the importance of race and gender and class in our society it's not surprising that barbie is often criticized she's seen as a symbol open to critique unlike many toys for kids that have lost popularity over time barbie has stayed strong over six decades and despite facing numerous controversies related to race politics sex culture and money barbie has survived and adapted She's faced challenges and criticism, but has kept going. I feel like that's the real lesson there, too, is like resilience. Yep. Pick your feet up. Let's Mm -hmm. keep going. Let's keep pushing through. So regardless of any problems or controversies, we must recognize and celebrate Barbie's resilience and endurance over the years. Mm -hmm. She's done it. She's I think that's the, the big role model piece is that like you can go through hardships and you keep going. But clearly, it's not just entertainment. It's making us think. Mm-hmm. But to really make a difference, we need to do more than just talk. We need to get men involved, help women feel empowered, teach future generations about equity, and have open discussions about gender bias. There are various ways to counter and question gender bias and stereotypes, starting with how parents raise their children from a young age. Mm-hmm. But something that can be effective for people of all ages is examining our own involvement in gender biases, especially in areas where we might not even realize it. Here are some effective ways to combat gender biases. Um, and so this is actually something that Skylar and I uh, educate and teach on. So if mm-hmm. you want to, uh, if you want to come and hang out with us, you can do that. Uh, but first one is educate yourself and promote education about gender biases, their origins and their impact on individuals and societies. This means doing things like having open and safe conversations about gender roles and expectations in schools, workplaces and communities. Even at your dinner table, have conversations about what that looks like. The second is advocate for diverse and accurate representations of genders in media, including movies, TV shows, advertisements, and literature, and support media that challenges stereotypes and showcase the complexity and diversity of gender identities and expressions. It's not just black and white. It's not just men and women. It's ev- it's everything in between. So support those media that are having those conversations and are, are showcasing the diversity yeah. Uh, yeah, of our world. Encourage the use of gender-neutral language and practices in all aspects of life, including education, employment, healthcare, and societal interactions. This helps create safe, inclusive environments where people are not limited or defined by traditional gendered norms, um, including like using pronouns and mm-hmm. asking people about their pronouns and sharing your pronouns. Again, that just creates safer spaces. Speak up against gender bias and discrimination whenever you encounter it, whether it's in casual conversations, workplaces, po- or policies, and even in policies public discourse. This means making people aware of their microaggressions, encouraging them to recognize and address their own biases. So, I mean, again, if it's safe and it feels safe for you, speak up and have those conversations. Let people know like, hey, do you actually realize that that's like 
a little bit offside or mm-hmm. like that can be offensive or have let me tell fun. you how this made me feel yes like, exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. support organizations and initiatives working to promote gender equity <clears throat> uh raise her um <laughs> such as women's rights organizations to us lgbtqia advocacy groups and campaigns for gender inclusive policy policies and legislation next is to empower everyone to pursue their interests and goals and dreams regardless of gender expectations this also means encouraging children to explore a wide range of activities and interests without imposing gender stereotypes on them i feel like this is just a side note. Some I've seen so many things like the worst thing that a boy can do is like pick up a doll. And mm. my son goes over to my parents' house like once a week and plays with all of my Barbie dolls. And I'm like, oh my God, what was your favorite one? Tell me about it. What's your love the Corvette? That's great. Uh, just encourage it and don't put any limiting beliefs on that. And last is be mindful of your own attitudes and behaviors towards gender and strive to be an ally and advocate for gender equity in your personal and professional life. Lead by example and encourage others to join you in creating a more inclusive and equitable society. Doing this and so much more can change how we see gender roles. Barbie shows us how to be strong, challenge what's normal, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and work toward a better future for everyone. Yes. Thank you, Barbie. Thank you, girl. You did it. You did it. And thank you, everybody, for um, joining us today as we confronted and we continue to f- confront these terrifying but real life statistics and even just stories and talk about what's going on in the world that impact women and girls. Um, so stay tuned for more ways to make a positive impact. And together we can make the world a little less scary for it to exist as a woman. Please follow us on Instagram at RaiseHerCo and at Scaries.podcast and on TikTok at RaiseHerCo. Remember that change starts with awareness and action and having conversations. Please rate and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And thank you for being a part of the Scaries community and making this world a little less scary to exist as a woman. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should do bloopers, by the way. Okay, one time. actually, or like, like just even for the like Instagram. Bloopers, yeah, 